You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Actually, it's the the lead play in our our offense. What's up, guys? Welcome into Packers Total Access. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. You can email us, PackersTotalAccess at gmail.com. You can text us, 865-658-5824. I'm joined alongside Tim live in Green Bay. We got Emilio down here in Tennessee, and this is going to be a Chalk Talk edition. Obviously, we're going to get into the tape from the Giants game. Some of you guys are going, well, not watching this. Don't blame you one bit. <laughs> Don't blame you <laughs> But I do want to kind of give a a little bit of a a warning up front as every time we go live on Chalk Talk, right? What will happen is the stream will go down multiple times because it's detecting copyright uh, material and then it'll come right back up. So if you don't want to sit through that, I encourage people, hey, just wait until the video is done then you'll get it in its entirety, right? And you'll be able to actually, you know, watch it all the way through rather than it dropping, popping back up, dropping. However, the listeners asked us to keep this format so they can communicate to each other in the chat and see some of the plays live in real time that wanted to watch the show and just kind of kind of uh, enjoy that experience that way. So just wanted to kind of give that little update or disclaimer, I guess you could say. I know we got Omer in here. We got AFAM. We got Jake K, Zane Strong, big crowd already dropping through, Doug, Larry, um, Andrew Moran. Good to have you in here, pal. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to do this? Ready? Tim got that. that I got that big old, big old Packer water bottle going. Ooh, I got your purple. I thought you had that purple drink. (laughs) (laughs) Giving a a shout out to John. uh, What was his name? Uh, Johnny Jolly, right? Remember back in the day. My man couldn't stay off the purple drink, but we got to stay hydrated, folks. Get you a big water bottle. Keep it around. Got you, Tim. Next yeah, time, you there, there you go, Emilio. There, there, there's the hydration. Yeah. Next, that's time, next time, you need to get that drink and go, Yes, stay hydrated, guys. <laughs> all right, y'all ready to do this? Anything. Let's do this. All right, let's, let's stop wasting these fine folks' time here. Um, all right, y'all confirm that you can see this. Now, you got it? Yes, <clears throat> all right, yes, sir. So, again, guys, the whole purpose here is to, uh, is to give everyone a glimpse to the game flow aspect of what happened 
and why did it happen, okay? There's going to be a lot of plays you don't see on this clip. I think we finished with 17, actually probably over 20 because I've got the entire last drive for the Giants. And we've also got sound bites from coaches who were talking about that specific play because there's been a lot of controversy in the fact that Joe Barry's calling man coverage 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. We now know that is incorrect, which you guys have heard us talk about all week long, and I have gotten absolutely crucified for it, but that's okay. That goes with the territory. So kudos to Jason Wildy for asking the tough questions, asking the important questions in the presser. We got completely to the bottom of it. We got Matt LaFleur's side of it, who he didn't throw anybody in the bus, just said you can't do that. We can't do that in that situation. He, it was a man coverage call. You can't play that far off. And then, of course, Joe Barry comes back today and said Carrington Valentine did not get the call. He was the far side corner. You'll hear that here in a minute. But let's jump into it. We pick up almost at the end of the first quarter, the reason being it was scoreless, okay? It was still 0-0. Zero to zero. So we're going to see the first scoring play here from the Green Bay Packers. So you can see that the Packers' defense held the Giants scoreless <clears throat> in the first quarter, right? So a minute 08, it's a second and eight play. The play call is – 11A, strong left, bunch nasty X, F jet, okay? So simply, it's a, it's a real simple play. Again, you've got your 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end. Tucker Craft, by the way, sent a tweet out. You guys get a chance. Make sure you like and retweet that. That, that guy's a dog. I love his mindset, man. Um, so there is your strong left, right? You see your bunch formation, that little half diamond pattern where they're bunched up. You've got your X over here. Everybody's lined up inside the numbers. That is what we refer to as bunch nasty X. Now, F jet. It's going to be basically an F jet sweep or end around, right? Not a sweep, but an end around. Who's your? I apologize. That's so rude. What, what a host I am. I'll tell you what. Let me just here real quick. All right. That's my broker. I'm going to tell him to sell. Yeah. So we, we know that's your Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So. How do, you, how do you identify the F? The F referring to the flyer. Now, some offenses have what they refer to as an F tied end, okay? That's something that uh, Billy T. Kettle, right, uh, Bill O'Brien kind of installed an F and a U tied in, in, into his offenses. In Matt LaFleur's offense, you've got what we refer to as a flyer. Here is how it's been explained to me, how you identify the flyer. You guys may disagree. It's totally cool. If you got if you got a better explanation, you may, you may be correct and I may not, okay? So put it in the comments. But essentially, first, you start off by identifying the X. There's your tight end. Your X is on the line of scrimmage opposite the tight end. So there's your X at the bottom of the screen. Right? I'm going to clear it off again. There's your X. So that makes the receiver on the opposite side, okay, on the line of scrimmage or even off of the line of scrimmage, your Z, okay? So who's the flyer? The flyer is typically the person who motions out, right, away, therefore making someone else the Z. So Matt LaFleur refers to them as the flyer because they already know the end result that that guy's motioning out. He's not technically going to be the Z. So it's just another wrinkle to this offense that makes it a little more difficult to understand. So after the motion, that's going to be your Z, which makes Jaden Reed your F. It's basically going to be the uh, the uh, F jet here. Okay, y'all ready to roll? Let's roll the tape. Beautiful play call, too, by the way. This is all Matt LaFleur. I just want to say that. There is no key block on this play. It's just all illusion. Watch every one of these offensive line. They sell it. They're blocking this way, baby. We're going to go zone right. We're running with A.J. Dillon, right? Wrong. Watch Thibodeau right here, okay? That's who you want to key in on. And look how quick. You guys know I love jet sweeps. I love jet motion from under center because look how quick this exchange happens. Bang. Thibodeau had no shot. Dobby didn't even have to throw a block. It's six. Right mm -hmm. here, better angle here from the box cam. Again, watch Thibodeau. They're circling it up there. Watch Tom. Just ignore him. Look how quick they get that ball to Jaden, bro. Boom. 
Tim and watch the the motion too, how how perfectly he runs that because he almost has to like brush up against uh Tucker Craft there. I mean, you you, you yeah. don't want to run into your guy, but you can't come wide on that either. You can't waste the uh the motion. Right. So this is all timing. Yeah, perfect exchange. And yeah, <laughs> Thibodeau's just out of the play before he's even in it. Like a the only man that had a shot was Jaden Reed's man that was covering him. He was yeah. the only guy that was going the right way on the play. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So that's how you go up seven to nothing. Now let's fast forward. Okay. Second quarter, 13, 18 left. All right. We're up seven to nothing. Uh, they come out here in a gun set. We're in nickel two, four, five, cover three, spot drop. We'll scrape. It's basically a five man rush. What does that mean? First of all, nickel two, four, five. There's your two down linemen. Here's your one, two, three, four backers. Okay. And you got a will scrape. Who's the will? He's the weak side backer. Okay. Where's the strong side? The strong side is here. Correct. That makes 58, Isaiah McDuffie, is going to be your will. Now, what's a scrape? A scrape is real simple where the defensive linemen, whether it's the tackle or the edge, are going to kind of crash in a bit, and they're going to free up the outside for what we call a linebacker scrape. Okay, so he's going to scrape along the outside with the blitz here. I know people like to pretend that Joe Barry was playing conservative and cushion and prevent defense all day long. Here's where he dialed up a wheel blitz. Should it hit home? And we're going to explain why. You guys know I don't complain about the reps. I try my best not to complain about the reps. But I really want you to key in. We're going to zoom in on one side of the defensive line here. I want you to watch what happens right here. All right, so as we zoom in, key in right here on Wyatt, okay? He gets held and actually tackled to the ground. And then toward the end of this play, as Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito, as I like to refer to him, uh, scrambles through the line, watch Enigbari get held as well. Okay, I really want you to key in on these guys while I zoomed in. I'm going to go real slow, and you'll see it from the box cam way better. Look at look at Devontae White get tackled by a shoulder pad right there. Drug down. Now watch Enigbari. Look at Enigbari. Wow. Look at this. Look, he's oh, throwing his hands behind. up like for God's sakes, and you'll you'll see him look back on the other camera as he gets up off the ground. He's throwing his hands up like, where's the hold, right? That's one of those scrambling plays that we talked about. So, you know, on the surface, watching the te- or watching the game in real time, to me it looked like, okay, we're just rushing past the quarterback. Most of the time, most of the day, that was the case. This is the perfect angle. Again, watch right here as you've got, that would be what, a zero, two, four. There's your three tech, right? So you're going to have wide and a three-tech, and then you got Enigbari in your wide nine. Watch these two cats get held on this play. You'll see the scrape a little bit better here too, but just key in on Devontae Wyatt here. It really shows up on this angle right here. Gets inside. Look at this. Already being held. Burnt him. Look. look. Watch him tackle him. <laughs> look, he's got him hooked. Like, that is not legal, fellas. Sorry. And these aren't even, like, hidden. They're they're right there. Right Back the judge, side judge. Somebody should see that. Now, <laughs> look at Enigbari Look at any part. Yeah, getting hooked too. Now watch right here toward the end. You'll see a better angle too. Look, look at right there. Oh my god! <laughs> and everybody's going. I can't believe Tommy DeVito ran all over him right there, boys. That's called home field cooking, maybe not intentionally. But look at look at any bar throwing his hands up like, what the heck's going on? Look like they even threw in a hold on Carl Brooks there at the end too. Yeah, right at the end. Oh no, he got off. Okay, but right yeah, here, wow. look look on the right side of the screen at the shoulder pad. Look. Yeah. <laughs> some I, I hope LaFleur sent that right there to the league office, and I hope he did it like this. He said, look, guys, I'll do it in blue. I'll do it in red. What the heck is this? Frustrating, man, frustrating. But, again, it's not the reason we lost the game. It just explains to me now, how did he get loose so many times? He, he and at the end of the clip there, you even saw Wyatt screaming at the ref, like just right, right at the end. 
Yep, absolutely. So 12.43 left in the second quarter, a little later that drive, seven to nothing still. We come out in a nickel two four five cover one man, Mike Spy. Look at this. We were told Joe Barry played soft. Look at the box, guys. Yep. Eight defenders in the box. And again, this is that kind of that hybrid. Look at LVM with his hand in the dirt. Some would refer to this as a 4-3 look. I still call it a 3-4 because we know he's an outside linebacker. But look how you got eight in the box. Yeah, now that is LVM, a loaded box. Yep. This was the Wildcat formation. Okay. This is the one where Saquon Barkley takes a snap. And what was it? Manning? Who was it? Willingham? I can't remember the guy's name, the, the receiver that had the big jet sweep. I, I, I could care less about the actual names of the opposing players, to be honest with you. But they're going to run a read option. So what Saquon's going to read, he's going to take the snap, and it's it's a zone read, read option, whatever you want to call it. He's going to look at LVN. If LVN stands straight up and holds his ground, right, he's going to hand the ball off to – or he's going yeah, he's going to hand the ball off to the running back, or in this case it's actually a wide receiver who's going to take it and go around the end, okay? So LVN right here on the upper side, his whole responsibility is – Either you do one of two things. You either stand up straight and read it and make the quarterback keep it, right? And then you tackle the quarterback or you attack the mesh point. That's the two ways that you can attack this. That's how colleges, uh, college defenses started to stop this. And Mike McCarthy back in the day because of the Kaepernick PTSD actually went to college coaches and asked them, how are y'all stopping the read option? That's how you do it. You either attack the mesh point or you have one guy who is specifically going to either quarterback, stand up straight, hold his ground, and make them make the wrong decision, okay? So if you'll watch here, LVN, he plays it perfect. LVN kind of sets the edge. He stands straight up. He's reading it. The problem is when they hand the ball off on this kind of this uh, this sweep action here, you'll see McDuffie peek back in here. He gets caught peeking. Let's watch it here. So, again, watch McDuffie. Keying on McDuffie here in the middle. Eight in the box. You should be able to stop this. Watch McDuffie right here. See him? LVN is – he should be reading LVN knowing where the ball is. LVN did his job. I'm going to take it back real slow here. Watch LVN stand straight up. He reads read option. Okay, hold your ground, hold your ground. McDuffie has got to attack the outside here. He has got to get out here and set the edge because LVN is isolated on reading this right here. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now, watch what McDuffie does. Look at him looking in the backfield. He ain't even got the ball. Now he walls off LVN and he's gone. Right, and in that in that situation, LVN knows he has a quarterback, so McDuffie knows he has a running back. He's got that. That is his man. He needs to be on his man. This is a perfect angle here. Watch LVN in the bottom. See him stand up, plays it perfect. Smart defensive player, I'm telling you. I I loved his PFF grade too. Now watch this. Uh, Jonathan Owens obviously he's got to protect the outside. Now 31 is on him, right? So he's going to be looking to block Jonathan Owens. At this point right here, you should see McDuffie coming around a corner and attacking right here. But watch what McDuffie does when he comes into the frame. Look, throws a great block on LVN. Yeah. Like, look, look at his eyes right here. Look where the I mean, ball is. Look where the ball is. And you guys know we've been talking up McDuffie. He's been playing great. This is a horrible play. He is still looking here, and the ball is out here. Mm-hmm. LVN knows where it's at. LVN's starting to attack. JL's so, got the ball, too. That suggests good, huge gain, right? Huge gain for the Giants. That's a positive rep for, uh, for LVN, negative rep for McDuffie. You go look at the PFF grades, you see it on the PFF grades. Uh, LVN had a PFF grade of like 71 or 72, right? McDuffie's was low. This is what I'm talking about where PFF lines up with the tape. It really does. So, again, just a tough look. Um, At this point, it's just damage control. you got to just get them out of bounds, get them tackled, whatever, right? So that's how they got that big gain. Again, was that scheme? I don't chalk it up as scheme. Let me ask you this. If you're going to run a read option, right, if you know 
in, in advance, the offense is going to run a read option. What's the best defense to play it? Load the freaking box. Eight in the box, have one guy on the quarterback, have him holding his ground, and have enough people to attack uh, just beyond the mesh point, if you will. That's exactly what we had called. One player missed his assignment. There you go with the big game. The explosive, we know when you hit an explosive, triples your chances of scoring on that drive. Anything y'all want to add to that real quick? Anything else you've seen? Negative. No, All, right. Cool. All right, cool. Second quarter, 12.03 left, first and go play. 34 jam is what we're running, okay? So you're, you're back in your base, one, two, three down linemen, one, two, three, four linebackers. You see LVN standing up now, okay? This play right here, people seen him was like, man, LVN got pancaked. Watch why he gets pancaked here. First of all, we got a loaded box once again, right? The, the notes on this is LVN gets triple teamed. Watch LVN get three blockers hit him. Savage gets completely lost in the play. And Devontae Wyatt right here is absolutely manhandled. I mean, absolutely manhandled. Watch the play unfold here. So you'll see immediately they get over here, got a big offensive line pulling. Look at the three guys on LVN. He didn't have a shot. <laughs> now, the problem I have is look at Devontae Wyatt right here, Tim. You see him in the middle. Watch him just get dog walked by one offensive lineman and then thrown over the pile. Just a tough look, man. This is what we're talking about with Devontae Wyatt. Great pass rusher, horrible against the run. This now, is why we say games are won and lost in the trenches. Here's a good example. Yep. Now, watch Savage this time. Just key in on Savage here, Emilio. Watch, watch how he plays this. Right here, you got to get outside, bro. What are you doing? What are you even doing mm -hmm. right now? No one has anything. Look at, look at him. He, what are you doing? Get your hand off your offensive lineman's rear or your defensive lineman's rear end. Get outside. Like, Absolutely oh. no. Once LVN went down, nobody had contained. They completely lost it. What I saw at the beginning of this play when I was watching it was Enigbari at the very beginning throws his hand up, trying to tell him when this guy's coming in motion, they're so they're so um, overloaded to the weak side now after that motion mm -hmm. that there is the hole right over that left tackle. I mean, there's probably four yard space right there. And he, look, Devondre sees it. Look at look at Devondre get in there. All right, we got to plug this gap. But look at Savage. Mm -hmm. What what are you what are you going to tackle in that space right there? Right. And it's look just, at the hat count. They have the number. Oh yeah. No oh one, yeah. no, and no one got outside. And Savage sees Campbell coming up. Like even that should tip you. If Dre's coming in there, you you should know there's no there's nowhere for you to be over there. Right. Get, get to the outside. And with motion, who's who's receiving the wide motion? If he if he did end up running outside, you know that should have been exactly. Savage. <laughs> yeah, and, and look at he actually gets a signal. Look at Savage. Savage gets the signal. Look, mm -hmm. see him. Look, right. Barry said he's pointing, he's coming. So the whole yeah. D line should have shifted right, honestly. Yeah. It just happened too late. Right. And again, I, you know, I know I sound like a broken record, but it's on the players. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to be able to recognize that. The coaches ain't going to come out there and go, hey, guy, hey, guys, slide over. Let's go. Let's scoot over. That's ridiculous. You're talking about first round picks, dude. Devontae White is a first round pick. Yeah. Don't know Savage is a first round NFL, pick. Not Pop Warner. It's crazy, man. Let's watch it from this angle. Let's get depressed even more. You want to? So, again, watch LVN. Boy, he didn't have a shot. Watch these guys attack LVN. I felt so bad for him, bro. When I went back and watched it, I'm like, oh, Lord, look at this. Jesus. <laughs> He's on the bottom of that. Mm. Just a tough look. So, that's how you go – or that's how they tie the ball game 7-7, seven to seven, right? Let's fast forward. 749 left in the second quarter. All right, we come out in 11-gun, doubles nasty, F-quick to bunch, zone read right, okay? Love makes a bad cut here, and he fumbles. There's no two ways about it. So essentially what you're doing here in 11-gun, you're going to go F-quick to bunch. What does that mean? 
the F receiver is going to motion over to here. It's quick motion because he never stops. It's what you refer to quick motion, speed motion. I've heard it called a, a ton of different nicknames. It's really popular in the league right now. He's going to quick over, and then as the ball snapped, he's going to take off. He's not really going to stop. He's just going to slow down but keep momentum, all right? So F quick the bunch, and then zone read right. Remember the play we just seen uh, Saquon Barkley run? Same thing here, read option. So essentially what's going to happen is Jordan Love is going to take the snap, going to put the ball in the belly of A.J. Dillon, and he is going to read the edge right here. If the edge Thibodeau crashes in on the running back, he keeps the ball and goes to the edge. The problem here is Jordan Love should have continued to follow his lead blocker outside. Instead, he tries to cut back about here and gets hit from behind and obviously stripped for the fumble. All right, let's watch it here. There's your F quick to bunch. See him kind of settle into that bunch set there. Bang. There. Now watch. Look, look how they're crashing. Both guys are crashing. Even the safety comes in right here, right? Or no, that's not the safety. The defensive end tried to swim over. Look at Thibodeau. Thibodeau crashes, right? Jordan sees it. You see, look at the exchange. Man, this is a tough play to play, too, man, to run. Look, look at him reading right here. He's going to pull that ball out now and go, right? But watch how he adjusts here to the end. Like right here, you got to run to the pylon, Tim. You got, yeah. I mean, you, you have got yeah. to get out here. There's no reason to cut back. You don't have eyes in the back of your head. You don't know what's going on back here. And you've got to so, see Thibodeau right there, you yeah. know. So you'll see he just kind of shuts it down. Imagine if he's still going outside. When That's you do first. that right there, what he just did, when you stop and shuffle your feet, plant your feet to do a cut like that, you're dead in this league. I don't care if you're a running back, a no quarterback. It does not matter. You you cannot do that. You have to run that straight, like you said, straight to the, the boundary. Right. Um, and so just again, get, a, get a little stretch out. Get a Patrick Mahomes stretch the ball out first down there. And, and you're like we said, too. PFF grades, right? What was Jordan Lowe's PFF grade? Yep. It was horrible. It was in the 50s. This is another example. Now, unfortunately, it's the worst of both worlds, Emilio. And, and with this fumble, it's tough, man. He's trying to fight for yards. He's got two hands on it. Mm -hmm. The problem is you just got, dang, Hercules 2.0 and Thibodeau with his hand on the ball, too. Right. So you get a little bit better angle here. You'll see. Watch Thibodeau just get in here and grab it. It's kind of it's one of those worst-case scenarios, too. The way he gets tackled from 27 from behind right here, right? It's like his knee should have went down, but instead he lands on him, keeps him up long enough to have that ball ripped out. Well, so. the hip drop they were looking for. Yeah. But honestly, Kraft <laughs> just blew him up, a, too. That's an injury waiting to happen, too. Right. My what goodness. did you say, I said Kraft blew up the corner, too. And, I mean, oh, when, yeah. when you had the, the previous view, looking at it, literally it was wide open. I mean, yeah. he only needed th three yards. Right. Could have got ten. Yeah, exactly. Could have cut the corner. You don't know what he put in with, right? Yeah, he should have been running right at Kraft's right shoulder. Yeah, he could have saved that juke for the safety after he crossed the first down and then done that. We would have been all right. Yeah. If he just doesn't fumble the ball here, you don't lose the turnover differential. You probably win the game with a field mm -hmm. goal, right? right yep, but right. they may have went on to – no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you probably would have won it with a field goal right there. Um, just a tough look, man. Like I said, bad game for Love. He's been playing great here lately. Uh, let's hope this is just a, a brief valley, right? And he's going to get back to playing well. You can kind of see the strip here in slow motion. Let's let's enjoy the pain together. Again, he wasn't being careless with the football. It's right. just the the mistake he made was not taking it outside. Obviously, so that's kind of how we've seen that. So now it's seven to seven, right? They get the ball back. Uh, fourth and one play. Fourth and one play. Five eleven left in the second quarter. This is a positive play for the defense. Really love it. We come out. Somebody asked me on Twitter. They said, "What formation were they in on that stuff?" I said, I'm pretty sure it was goal line. I have to go back and look at it. Essentially, what you've got here is what we refer to as a 5-4 goal line. 
one, two, three, four, five defensive linemen and one, two, three, four linebackers. You know what? I'm wrong. That's a five, five. That's Devondre in it. Mm-hmm. That's a five, five goal line. For the safety. But I know Joe Barry, he's playing. Soft. It just cracks me up, dude. Anyway, what's the play here? Key in on 42 right here. Eric Wilson, watch how quick he gets into the backfield. He makes this thing go, gets back there, and blows it up, puts his head right in there. And, you know, he's going to get carried for the first down, right? There's no two ways about it. But he gets his hand on the running back first. Now look at McDuffie finish. Bang. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Great defensive stand right there. Look at the look at the sideline down there on the bottom going crazy too, man. You love it. And the two tells at the beginning of that, Clayton, if you go back to just at the start, is that the closest running back, see how far up his helmet is, and then that closest tight end, see how far his helmet up is on the line yep. compared to the other tight end on the far side. Right. There you go. That tips it, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, good defensive stand, man. I know everybody's piling on the defense. They lost the game. They're forgetting about the turnovers and this and that. It's, it was the defense's fault. Right here's another example of them stopping them on a fourth and one. Just a, a really good play. Eric Wilson, man, he's just one of those guys. He doesn't get a lot of snaps. And maybe he wouldn't be as good if he got more snaps. I don't know. But the time that we've seen him, man, he's really stepped up, I feel like, anyway. 91 Preston Smith, too, holding holding the edge there. That play doesn't happen Absolutely. without him holding his edge. 
Definitely. All right, so let's fast forward here. Seven to seven, right after the stop. Uh, 426 left in the second quarter. We're going to run 11 gun, doubles nasty, strong right, double switch, F go slurl, Z drag, Y leak. Let's talk about what it means. Forget the formation for a minute. You guys know about nasty, all that stuff. You've seen the uh, the double switch aspect. Let's do it right here. Double switch, F go slurl, okay? So your F is the go. This is obviously the flyer right here, right? He's going to run a go. So he's going to, that's the switch concept. He's going to end up on the outside with the go. And then the inside is going to run a slant curl, right? That's what we refer to as a slurl. On the opposite side, you've got Z drag, okay? Which is basically going to be the Z is going to drag across, and then your Y is going to chip and leak out and sit in a curl. So you see how you're picking a side here, right? You're attacking underneath. You're attacking if they play zone. you got your man beater as well. It's a tough one to watch. I'm pretty sure this is the interception. Now, listen. People, people seen the throw and was like, man, he underthrew that. You, you, we got to be fair here. His arm gets hit. That's why the ball was a dead duck, okay, on this specific play. I'm not trying to make excuses for Jordan. I'm simply stating you'll see his arm get hit, all right? But the tough part about this play, he makes his mind up just like he did early in the year. Remember we said, Tim, man, he just he's just he's taking his pick too quick here. You need to let the play develop. Yep. He has this slurl right here for a first down. And keep in mind, too, guys, it's second and seven. You yep. don't have to take a shot here, right? So the ball snap, there you go. You see the release, the switch. Safety comes on the on the blitz. Patrick Taylor, he gets around Patrick Taylor, and you'll see the arm is hit right there. That's why the ball comes out wonky. You'll see the wobbler picked off. So keep in mind, why am I mentioning all this? The defense just got a fourth down stop. And then the very, what, two plays later, you throw a pick. Mm-hmm. Like you – you can't put all this on the defense. You can't right. do it. Because that was a spark play that the defense created for the offense. That's Absolutely. that's an energizer. Well, yep. we, we we could also talk about whatever that poor excuse for a block by Patrick Taylor is. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's a safety. It's not like it's a linebacker, you know. Right. Uh, now, again, this slurl right here, this is tough. Oh, Look at this at the end of the play here. Look. Oh, Wide open. Yeah, if he yeah. hits him right there, look how the safe, look how that that defender has turned completely around. That's your play, and you'll actually see him. I think that's Dobby, I believe. He'll actually put his hands down to his side, like, oh my god, and just watch the ball go. See if it stays on him long enough to see this. Look right here, he's like, what? Dang it! <laughs> so yeah, he knows. He he knows it's probably picked as soon as it's released. Oh yeah, you could see the hit there. Sure. This is this is why I tweeted out what I did in the first half. Because I, I literally look, look, notice the score, guys. Notice the score. After that pick, it's still seven to seven, and we got the ball back before halftime. Like the defense, we turned the ball over twice in the first half and held them to seven points. That's just wild that people are so angry at the defense mm-hmm. just because of that last drive, right? They they lost them in the game. So next play here, 129 left in the second quarter. I know you guys are gonna have to go eventually. When you do, don't say just say, hey man, gotta run and just hop off, okay? And that way it, it'll just make it smooth transition here. So, uh, all right, 11 gun double, strong left, T weak, F yo-yo, okay? I'm going to break this down into two segments here, okay? Let's let's kind of talk about what all that means. So, 11 gun, you know what that means, double, strong left, T weak, F yo-yo. Your F receiver is going to yo-yo motion over. I believe he's coming from this side and back, okay? What is he doing that for? It's to com- It's to confirm that they are in man coverage, the whole point of that yo-yo motion, I believe it's from the top. It may be from the bottom. Let's see here. No, it's from the top. That's your F. So yo-yo, look at the safety. See the safety guys right here? He's following him across. Now you've identified man coverage. He goes right back. Watch Jordan. 
right? Now he's got the information. Here's the play call. He knows it's man coverage. Now we're going 11 gun doubles, strong left, T weak, F yo-yo, which that was to confirm the man. We're going to go Z climb, wolf, max protect. So this is somewhat of a shot play, if you will. All right. So essentially what you got going on is Z climb, your Z receiver down here, right, is on the same side as the tight end. He's going to run a little climb route, which is basically a crosser, right? It's kind of weaving in and out of traffic. Just find the soft spot, try to get open. You may flatten it off. You may take it a little deeper. That's why they call it a climb. you got wolf, okay, which is corner out. So this combo up here is going to be a corner, right, over top of an out, whichever one's running whichever one, okay? And it's going to be max protect. That means the tight end is going to stay in and block, and the running back is going to block. Okay, so it's a max protect play. You see what they're trying to do here? They're trying to attack the right side of the field. All right, let's watch it play out here. This is a this is kind of a tough one. I think this is the – is this the pass interference it is? So, you know, you look at this on the surface and think this is a positive play, right? Look how bad this throw is, guys. Thank God old, dude, old buddy didn't turn around to pick that ball off. Like, that is a horrible throw. You see what I'm saying, Tim? Mm -hmm. So, like, underthrown, he got the penalty. Exactly. Now, this next angle, I want you to look at the football. He did, His arm didn't get hit this time. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be rude with the dead duck, but I want you to key on the football. It's somewhere up in here. Watch it real close as it comes into play. Look how it's wobbling. Guys, that wasn't the win. I'm sorry. That was just a bad throw. So that was him not setting his feet and throwing on the run. We've seen him throw some dimes like that this year. First half, he was horrible. So even with all that being said, you're going in, you're still in the middle eight, and it's 13.43 left, okay? They get the ball back after halftime. Third and one play, we're up 10 to seven. Third and one, we come out in a 34 jam. Think of all the people that keep saying we're playing a soft defense and we refuse to load the box. Look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in the box. This is six up on eight in, all right? What I refer to as 68, basically six on the line with eight in the box, okay? Six up on the line with eight in the box. Let's watch this. Third and one. Well, we couldn't stop the run at all, all day long, could we? Look at this. Loaded the box, stopped the run, third and one. They actually lost the yard. Now, what's the problem here? Look at the clock. We're still in the middle eight, correct? So you know how crucial the middle eight is, right? Middle eight and turnover differential. If you win both of those aspects of the game, you got like a 93% chance of winning the game. At this point, we're down in the turnover differential, right? And we're winning the uh, middle eight three to nothing at this point. Okay, so keep that in mind. This is the play. We got them on a three and out right there out of the gate, starting the second half. And of course, you got the muff punt. So let's watch the muff real quick. Let's uh, let's all bask in the agony of it. I'll speed it up so it don't last forever. Just wanted to point out that happened in the middle late. You lost mm -hmm. the turnover differential battle, and you lost the middle late on one play. This play right here. And listen, we know Keyshawn wants that back, Tim. He mm -hmm. wants that play back. This is not the pile on him. I'm simply pointing out this player. If you had to say, Clayton, which play determined the outcome of the game, it's the one where, that lost you the middle eight and the turnover differential on one single play. Big, big, big no-no there. And so, Reed was returning punts earlier, so I don't know why we keep switching them. Like, just like Keyshawn returned the kicks, you know? Yeah. yeah it's it's strange, man. It, 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 it's, it's almost like Keyshawn has – full authority to, to return when he wants to. And I don't like that. I really don't. Um, all right. So this play here, we come out in a 34 jam. It's another zone, zone read. Remember, they, they ran a lot of zone read, right? What does that mean? You're going to see the quarterback's going to take the snap, put it in the belly here. Guess who he's reading? Kingsley and Igbari. 
Watch Kingsley and Igbari on this play. He's going to crash right here. Remember what we said. The way you play this on the zone read side, you stand straight up and you make him make a decision and you hold your ground. Watch what Kingsley does here. Look at this. That is not a bad play call, gang. That's a 34 jam front and 55 just played completely undisciplined. And that's how you get this. Carrington, look at him. Look like look like lethal weapon scene right here getting shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at my man. Of course, that's a seventh-round pick, right? Now here comes our buddy into the picture, Tim. You're going to love this. Guess who this is? This is Mr. Darnell Savage. <laughs> like, our, Look, I said same old Savage. I was being so toxic. I apologize. I'm usually positive with the players, but my gosh, man. Like, how many times do we got to see this? Be honest. I mean, is he that fast? Like, you're going to overshoot him? Is well, Carrington guy? over overshot his, which is why he's – Looking like he does. See, that's over pursuit to the flat. But Carrington's also wanting to keep him in, in, right? True. Yeah, he is kind of the outside guy. Like, okay, I'm jumping outside. I should have help in the middle. But, yeah, Savage, though, that's bad angle. Yeah, that's – That's a slip and slide. Bro, it's tough. And it wasn't like, oh, he just lost his footing. No, he he does not – it's like what Mike Wall talks about. How you handle – how you arrive at confrontation determines how you handle confrontation. He arrives at confrontation like like a damn circus. Look at this. Mm. So again, well, we saw Dre do the right thing on that last one. We a couple plays back when we watched mm-hmm. um, Devito scrambling, squared and, up, and Dre kept his feet, stood up, and didn't Got get it. beat for another ten yards. Yeah, um, Savage is just this. I don't know what what you call. And I think Barry could have blown up the lead blocker too. If you're going to crash, oh, blow yeah. somebody up. While blow you're that at dude it. up. Yeah, great getting, point. Getting somebody's way, getting somebody's way. <laughs> like that's just bad. That's really bad. But again, I show this because this was an explosive play that led to a touchdown, right? So keep in mind, you you get a three and out coming out of halftime, right? You're in the middle eight. You muff the punt. They get the ball back, and then you miss a crucial tackle on an explosive play right here, dude. I'm I'm telling you, like that's you've got two mental mistakes on the same play. Kingsley and Igbare mental mistake, right? Carrington, I don't really put that as a minus. He, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But savage mental mistake and a physical mistake, really. Like, and look right here. Look at Ballantyne. Ballantyne misses too. Like, guys, that's just and, and break it, down. Just put, it into, put it into perspective. Kingsley and Ibari, when was he drafted? Fifth round? Right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. When was Ballantyne drafted? Seventh. When was uh, Carrington drafted? Seventh. All right. The only one that I don't give the excuse to is Carl Brooks, the other fifth rounder running down there trying to tackle. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying this guy right here, (laughs) Savage. Like, come on, bro. You know, you brought up a great point, Emilio, though. Like, in Igbari, like, if you're going to crash, then at least blow that dude up in the backfield so he's not not even in the play anymore. Maybe Mm -hmm. maybe Valentine or or Valentine makes that tackle because there's not a lead blocker out there in the flat. Yeah. So again, three mistakes on one play. And the four that are right there to make the tackle are two fifth rounders and two seventh rounders. At the end of the play. What's Carrington? Ah, he might be trying to sell a hold there, but you ain't getting that call. So no. <laughs> oh man. All right. So now trouble now, right? You lost the middle eight. You've lost you're losing the turnover differential now. 14 to 10, the Giants lead. Now you're playing from behind the rest of the game. Okay. They're playing with the house's money at home now. We come at a 21 pistol, Y flex right, H same. All right. 
play action Z sweep. Really like this play call. Matt LaFleur was in his bag a little bit. I know people were giving a hard time about running all the sweeps, but they were working for the most part. They really were. I mean, some of our biggest plays, some of our most explosive plays in this game, passing game just couldn't hardly get going right until the very end. So let's explain what that means. 21 pistol. Pistol set is when the quarterback is roughly three yards, four yards behind the center, okay, closer to five, and you get the running back directly behind him. The, the, what makes that so valuable in the, in the pistol is the defense doesn't know which side you're going to run to. The problem is you're putting – uh, an H in your hip pocket, now they're going to lean toward that strong side, right? That's the only negative aspect of it. Now, what does Y flex mean? Here's your Y, your tight end, Tucker Craft. He's flexed out. He's not attached to the line. That's why I wanted to mention that. Okay, so we're going Z sweep, play action Z sweep. We're going to play fake to the running back and then give it to the Z, right? Who's the Z? All right, so if you look at the Z, I actually got this wrong, I believe. Look at this. This would have been X, I'm pretty sure. Let's watch the play develop. I love catching these mistakes. Yeah, this is X. So this is actually X sweep. Look at X come around. Look at the lead blockers get out in front for the sweep. A little power action. Look at Josh Myers. This was Josh Myers' only good snap that I've seen all day. But look at him hustling, man. Like that, I seen that and was like, let's go, Josh Myers. Good job by Tucker Kraft not holding uh, Thibodeau either on this. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, look at Tucker just holding his yeah, own. Yeah, look at him. Just hold him. Watch him release at the end. See him release so yep. he doesn't get the hold. Great job. Look at DeGuara there, too, man. Pancake yeah. block. All right. I'll see you, Josiah. Big gain there. Now, that led to a field goal, so now it's 14-13. to 13, All right. So, now there's 347 left in the third quarter. Um, we come out in a 34 jam. Again, three down linemen. One, two, three, four backers. Uh, cover three. Notice where the safety is, too, guys. Notice where the safety is. Uh, we got somebody just signed on. Look at that. Carly Ray in the house. Let me get her in here real quick. Real quick. All right, Carly, you're in here. You guys can still see it, correct, guys? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Cool. It's still full screen. It is not full screen, is it? Let's do this. There we go. All right, cool. All right, so we're going 34 jam cover three. Notice the safety is, is somewhat in the box here, so they're playing heavy. We're going zone match. I did a question mark. I believe it's zone match. Not 100% sure. Okay, let's watch the play unfold here. Again, this is a first and 10 play, 345 left. They use a little motion. This is the flea flicker. The reason I wanted to highlight it is because originally I thought the only reason that Dre Campbell would be down the field like this is if he was playing man. Now, if you roll it back real quick, watch Dre. They motion over, right? That made me think he's in man. The problem is everybody else is playing cover three. That's what's strange. So you'll see him. It must. I want to say it's zone match, but nobody else is matching. Look at Carrington at the bottom. The backer should have slid over if it was match. To me, it looked like it was cover three drop. But look at Dre running with with that with that uh, target there. You know what I'm saying? So now you're going to see the safety come in. The safety probably could have got a pick here, but instead he hits Dre Campbell. He sees him at the last second. But Dre, this is what I'm talking about, man. Something's off. Like this should have been picked. Yep. It's just a tough look. Yeah, it looked like he had flat responsibility at the beginning, and then he kind exactly. of just carried with him. It's just like, okay, that's what made me think, okay, it's zone match, but no one else matched. That's what was strange about it. You'll see it from this angle because you'll notice with the corner on that side. Look at the corner up top. Let's see if it's zone match or just bailing out the three. See, he's not matching that receiver. See the corner? And then as he gets down the field, you'll see him come back. He's peeking, peeking. He realizes, oh, crap, I'm supposed to be over here. Right? But Dre should have had that interception, man. Yeah. Oh, such a tough look, man. That's – uh. 
and that's not a safety coming over. That's that's, that's Valentine. Right. right. Which makes you think it was probably which, just which makes me look at Savage and wonder what he's doing. Yeah. I think it's cover three drops. See, you okay. the reason you don't see Valentine dropping deep, there's no target over here. Right. right. And the reason I don't think it's matches is because 25 starts to poke through. And this guy down here, it's not, it's like he's not even acknowledging more. I think Dre just worried because it was only a two-man route. And so right. he 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 thought, hey, there's one of the two guys running a route in front of me. I should probably stay with him. Yeah, could be. I don't think he was Meg on 17, though. No, no, definitely not. I think he panicked. <laughs> he wasn't even mod. In right, <laughs> right. I, I think so, he panicked when he tried to do that little delay. Yeah, for sure. And this is what motion does to defenses, man. It's why it's so important. It really is. So, again, to me, there's a mental mistake there somewhere. And and you were still a physical mistake, too. You were actually in position to get the interception, right? So they're up 14 to 13 now. That's a third and seven, right? They're inside the 10 here. This is usually where we thrive on defense, right? We've had a really good red zone defense. We come out in a nickel two, four, five cover three zone match. I think this is 34 Meg. Okay. And the reason being is everyone else is kind of dropping and matching, dropping and matching. Right. I can't imagine that they told 34 here, which is Jonathan Owens. Hey, if he runs across or run with him, I think that, you know, I, I just don't think that's in the cards. I could be wrong. I don't know the exact play call. That's why I put, you know, watch the bottom slot. Is it 34 Meg? You'll watch him right here. This guy comes across in motion, right? They snap the ball. He's going to pick up 13 here. They pass him off. This looks like zone match to me. But look at him. He just runs with him, right? So that kind of took me off like, ah, was he playing Meg, right? Nonetheless, though, you see our boy gets outside here, and he throws an absolute dime, DeVito does. And, again, we can get frustrated at Carrington here, but, guys, he is a seventh-round pick, like – you know what I'm saying? This is a perfect throw. It's not like he got completely toasted, right? The guy scrambled. It was a little bit of a scramble drill, but just out of reach there. I don't know what defense you would want Barry to call there. I guess what I'm saying is I don't think that's the play call there. What do you guys think? Carly, Emilio, everybody, do you think that was a bad play call? I, to me, it just looks like a good play by the quarterback. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I honestly – there was nothing else you can do. You're not going to bracket coverage 18. I don't even know who it is, but you're not going to bracket <laughs> coverage, right? So let, let him play. At some point, someone's got to make a play on the field. It was just a good ball. Right. And again, I just don't like the narrative that, man, they just, Joe Barry lets them march right down the field. It just drives me crazy because you, you see mental mistake after mental mistake. I just don't see it in the play call. Now he's obviously somebody's not preparing the players well enough, or we don't have enough talent, right? Um, for the most part. And again, people point to we got eight first round picks. You heard Ty Schmidt say it on the McAfee show earlier. I was ready to pull my hair. I'm like, there were only four of them that seemed playing time. Five mm -hmm. of them that seemed like, well, what are we even doing here? Three of them are starters. Like, anyway. So let's fast forward. 11:26 left in the fourth quarter. The Giants are up 21 to 13. We come out in 11 gun nub left. We're going to go F quick stack, mesh, wolf, T league. Okay. So essentially, what's going to happen? as the voice starts to go here, you're going to have the, the F motion over, okay, to kind of form a stack look, all right? If I remember correctly, let's roll the tape here. Yeah, see how they kind of motion into the stack? A stack is basically when you've got one receiver in front of the other, pretty much directly vertically, you know, in front of or behind each other, okay? So when we roll it back and we actually read off what's going to happen here, you're going to go nub left. You know, it's the tight end by himself up top, right? So it's going to be F quick stack. We're going to go mesh. So it's going to be kind of these shallow crossers, okay? The mesh between the Y, which is Tucker Craft, 
and the F that's motioning over, right? So the goal here is if they're in man coverage, you want them to rub, right? On the other aspect is going to be a wolf concept, which is going to be out, right? And then the corner route. And then you're going to have the T chip and leak to the flat. Let's roll the tape here. Again, 11.26 left. This is third and 11. Why am I showing you this? Look at the line of scrimmage, Tim. The line of scrimmage is, what, roughly the 18-yard line, the 17-yard line? Mm -hmm. That's where you would be kicking the field goal from. Instead, you drop back and you get sacked for an 11-yard loss. Now, that makes that – that all of a sudden, that's not a chip shot anymore, is it? Nope. Huge mental mistake taking a and sack. certainly within range – when he gets to the drop top of the drop and sees it's not there, you can launch mm -hmm. this ball to the to the back of the stands there. Just launch yeah. it out of the end zone. Oh my God. Rashid you Walker, know. man. Over there doing push-ups. Look at John Runyon too. What's John Runyon? Josh, they they are double teaming this guy. Look. Yeah, now again, we got this two lines on the ground. Hey, all the Mike Wall quote, man. It, it, look at his feet. Look at both of their feet. It's horrible. Dude. Yeah, it's bad footwork by by both of them. Sheed yeah. Walker's doing a heel kick. Looks like an Irish dancer over there. Yeah, he had, he had a chip too. Like he had somebody helping him chip. Right, and he knows he's got the help on the outside, and he gets whoop. Uh, so tough. But again, right here. When you see it breaking down, get rid of the ball. Just throw it out of bounds. Yep. Leave that thing into the 18th row over here, right? Just or hammer that, hammer that throw to your to the right, you're, right there, right where your cursor was. You're not suggesting he's open, are you, Tim? <laughs> well, you can throw that guy open. Absolutely. No, I'm being sarcastic. You yeah. could have hit that if it came out on time. Yep. But, again, you end up losing those yards, right? Well, here we go. Guess which field goal we missed, the fourth and 21. Now we're thinking, what is this, a 40, what is it, 45-yarder? Yeah. yeah. Not a gimme by any means. Nope. And look, if you were closer, if you were from the 17-yard line. Right. This is what I'm talking about with Carlson, though. If you look at that kick, man, he's he's aiming. It's like yeah. just, just hammer that kick, man. Quit trying to place it in there. He's like trying to get cute here and, you know, yeah. just bang that thing. It dude. does seem like he adjusted every kick just a little yeah. bit. Right. Yep. I don't think he likes kicking from the left hash either. It don't feel like it, no. No. So again, it's Can I ask, a, does he? And this is for football newbies. Does he have to kick from the left hash? Can't? Couldn't he choose to go to the right? No, no, no. You got to kick from where the ball no. is. Yeah, yeah. You got to kick okay. it from where it's spotted. That's that's. Hey, listen, we're all for newbie questions. That's why we're doing this, Carly. You know, um, mm -hmm. yeah. So that you, you can't pick where you kick from. No, it's going to be just simply uh, where the ball is is spotted. It got some that's pressure. Why you'll see offenses try to set their kicker up a lot of times with a with a run, yeah, or they'll try and right. go to a side. Again, too, look at this. Tim. I know I know, he poured it to the left, but look at the pressure coming in, too. You know? Yeah, and now it's from the right side, not the left side of our line. Take your pick, Tim. You yeah, can't complain please. about both, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think it, that looks to me just kicker brain that he was he's nervous about pushing wide right. He's push, He doesn't want to push it too far to the right, so he overcorrects, and this ball goes, you know, on a straight line left of the, the upright. So, yeah, just could yeah. be. All right, 8.59 left, 21 to 13. You're probably going, wait a minute, we just missed a kick. How did they not score when we got the ball back? It's a great question. That means your defense stopped them again. Glad you asked. So, anyway, 11-gun double, strong left, dagger, 95, T safe. All right, so 11-gun double, strong left, dagger. 
your dagger is going to be basically a dig and a go. Okay. So you're going to have a dig with a go down the seam. All right. You're kind of attacking high, low 95 on the other side is going to be go with an out. That's your 95 look. T safe simply means your T is staying in the block. Okay. It's not max protect because the tight end is going in the route. So you would just refer to that as T safe or Y safe. If the T was going out and the Y was staying in, you refer to it as Y safe. So again, 11 gun double, strong left dagger, 95 T safe. Let's roll the tape. This is your big play right here to uh, Tucker Craft. Now you've seen right here too, it's important to point this out. You notice Jordan can, right? Why did he can? Watch 29. We come in kind of late. See 29, he about got him to jump off with a hard count. So we're okay. We see blitz. All right, can, can, can. Let's go. Let's go dagger. Right here, he's thinking that means that middle field is probably going to be open at some point. They can't cover every bit of ground. You got the dag you, with the dagger approach. You got the the go and the dig. You could attack high to low. He takes a shot here, right? Tucker Craft, absolute monster. Get off me, little kid. Look at my that, boy. That, this whole play is AJ Dillon hitting his block. If he doesn't hit that block, now see it. Watch twenty eight here again. This is what we what we say to him. T safe, right now. Which one? Right when he canned, what did we yep. identify? This guy was showing blitz. They could have yep. changed it, but they didn't. Now, who's going to block him? Right, you got one too many over there. What Tim just said, watch AJ come across and just completely seal the front side for Jordan Love so he has time to throw this. Bang, great job by AJ. Yep, now I don't like that throw. I'm being honest, like he he converted it. I got you, but you, I don't like that late across the middle like that kind of kind of lollipop. Had a safety over the top. It was a good adjustment by both guys. But that gets you down here, right? This was yeah. probably the most enjoyable play, right, that, that I, I enjoyed this more than anything on offense. This is the what would have been the game winner, okay, if the defense would have held up. Now, we come out in 11-gun, nub left, slot shift to doubles, okay? So your slot is going to shift over and make it a double set, okay, over here. When he does this, watch the DBs back here. What Jordan's doing here with this shift is he's trying to get man confirmation. If they follow, he knows it's man coverage. If they stay home, he knows it's zone. He's gathering information here. Notice the play clock, too. Plenty of time to gather the information, right? Here we go. They blow the whistle. Play clock should start, I believe. All right, there's your motion. You see the safety, right? Now watch Jordan. He sees that. Watch what he does. Hard count. Oh, yeah. Good more information. See that little bit more information right there, Tim, right here? Yep. Just All take right. the yep. not sugaring. What's that say? They followed you across man coverage. There's nothing out nothing out here on the shelf, right? That's man. So guess what he does? Can, can. We're going to go T-shift week, all right? T-shift week, Z-ISO out. So essentially what he did was he got all the information. They're in man coverage. This guy's blitzing because I got him with the hard count. So we're going to tell the T to come over here. That's going to mean if this guy's blitzing, there's another man over here covering this, this T. So when you do this T shift, guess what happens? You take them out. Now what do you have? Z ISO out. You've got one-on-one -on -one right here, and you know where you're going to attack. What's crazy is you actually had a little almost like – Wide open Jaden Reed on this play. Right. This this – Throw this play was way more difficult than it needed to be, is what yep. Tim is saying. But again, I just love the setup of this play, and the throw was dang near immaculate. So again, you can out watch the T go shift. This guy's like, "Well, crap! I guess I got to come over here." Now you've got your ISO. Jordan knows it, no hesitation, bangs that thing home. Malik Heath, what a freaking catch! Poor official, going to need a knee replacement this off season.
God love him. Let's watch. Uh, let's take it back now and show you guys what Tim was talking about with Jaden Reed. Watch Jaden on this other side. And again, he he gathered that information. He moved the T over. He knows he's got the ISO. He's just looking to get rid of it because they are they're firing a zero blitz here. But look at the bottom right here at Jaden Reed. Watch this. As soon as the ball snapped, look at Jaden. But naked through the trailer park. Open. They got a fan in the window trying to get home to the trailer. Look at this. It's just uh, you know, a great throw. Again, made it way more difficult than it needed to be. But I know that ref which wishes Jordan would have threw it to Reed. <laughs> That's it, right? I love the reaction right here. Watch Heath. Let's go. I love it. Look at it, like a bunch of kids. You gotta love that. It was about as good as Ryan's reaction on the pod. I was absolutely dying <laughs> when he was reading that off live. Yeah. Absolutely. So now I love how get- he I love how he was looking at the official for the call. Like he he just it's kind of like that rookie thing, like, wait, wait, did I really do it? Did I really do it? And exactly. wait, and then when he yeah. when he signals for it, he's like, Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Look at the catch. Yeah, Finger I mean, that's a putter right there. That yes, that's the touchdown. Is. Yeah, right catch right there. Yep, that's a touchdown now, as long as he gets both feet in, right? Yep. It's touch. You love it, dude. You love to so see the it. The play before it was a touchdown, too, but I digress. <laughs> I was so I had it in here and I'm like, man, we we got so many plays. I'm cutting this out. All right. So I, I agree. I think I would have called it a touchdown too, but you hold on to the ball. It's not controversial, right? It is. Right. So, um, but again, man, what? Look at the fingertips, boys. Seriously. Mm. And that's a good ball. Nose down, tight spin. Absolutely. That's a good Safe throw. throw. If he doesn't yep. catch it, it falls harmlessly out of bounds, right? Yep. That's what you're looking for. Poor down. So here's another controversial call. This is the, uh, you know, people were saying, I don't know why we ran a sweep here. I don't know why we ran a end around. I don't have a problem with the call. Some people are saying, why would you run on a two-point conversion? You need two yards, you know? Like, I get it. You're saying, I, w- I think our guys can beat their guys. The problem is they didn't, right? If they if they convert it, nobody's complaining about it. But we come out in 11-gun, nub right, bunch nasty, F-orbit, weak. It's supposed to be weak, not we. We're not, we're not farming like A.J. Dillon. Weak, T-sweep, okay? So essentially what's going to happen with Jaden is he's going to do an orbit motion, Okay. So he's going to kind of orbit around. He may actually come from this angle. I'm trying to remember now. Let's roll it, though. So you're going to see orbit is when you motion behind the quarterback. Yeah, see how he's going to orbit around now? That's your little orbit motion. Bang. They actually went to kind of a pony package, but with the wide receiver set, really. Matt LaFleur was getting creative with it. When you look at it right here, Emilio, you're big into running. Do you think they got the hat count here? I don't think it looks too bad. I mean, when you no, look at it. No, I was just counting. I was just counting at the beginning there. It looked like they had six on the right. So I think we had the count on the left, especially once uh, you get Patrick Taylor over there leading. Yeah. Um, I think it was Elton. Did, was it Elton that didn't get up to, to turn him? This is Elton I, right here. I think it's Patrick oh. Taylor that doesn't hit. I forgot. Patrick, yeah, Taylor, Patrick Taylor gets into the end zone. <laughs> yeah, Probably yeah, yeah, got the ball. Look, yeah. Well, he so, does. He blocks 30. But Yeah, he does. The biggest issue is obviously this big boy right here, right? So let's yeah. let's roll the tape yeah, back. Yeah, I think it was Elton. That's what I, I thought. Elton just he wasn't able to get. Remember how we were always yelling about having to have him make him, you know, reach a crazy uh, distance. He yeah. just couldn't turn him once he engaged. Couldn't get inside, right? Right or outside, I should say. Yeah, outside. Yeah, that's a tough look. And Jaden right here is what I was talking about. He's like, oh crap, I'm just gonna have to try to hit this thing as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he just goes in and gets absolutely annihilated. Look at him laying on the ground right here. I, mean, I thought he was dead. Look at him. Hmm. I was like, oh, no. Thank God he didn't have a concussion. You guys seen that information, I'm sure, come out today. So that's good news. I know his ankles hurt, but hopefully 
Uh, well, we know he's not in concussion protocol, so that that increases his chances of winning. All right, y'all ready for the the tough part here? You got a few more minutes in you. If you got to go, just say so. Okay, it's totally cool. But we're gonna listen to Joe Barry here in a second. So essentially, you've got this is the first play of the final drive. We come out nickel two four five cover one man. Carly, this is what we talked about. Not prevent, right? <laughs> this is cover one man. Okay, and we run a fifty eight scrape here, which is essentially they the way the TV copy cut. I didn't want to go get the all twenty two and take the time. So the play had already started. Your 58 scrape is basically your linebacker scraping around the outside, right? So you actually brung a blitz here. You brung five, okay? You brung five on this play. It's man coverage. Don't have a problem with the call. That's what you want right there. You want to make them stay in bounds and use every inch on the field, right? So clock's running or they got to burn a timeout. They only got five yards. To me, that's a plus play right there for the defense. There's one play. They wasn't playing prevent. I think we would all agree, right? So here comes the no huddle. They're going to get set back up. Look at Carrington right here. Focus in on Carrington. He's looking for the call, right? The call comes in from the far sideline. This is what Joe Barry talked about. Carrington is on the far side from the Green Bay Packers sideline over here, okay? I'm pretty sure this is the play where he doesn't get the call. Maybe this is country quarters. Now, this is country quarters, okay? So this play right here, we got it. Country quarters is essentially it's spot drop. It's going to be you're playing deep quarter, deep quarter, deep quarter. Keep everything in front of you. It plays right into their hands, too. Watch the play. Ball snap. Got to dump it quickly underneath. Bang. Where they get six yards. You made the tackle, right? So clock's getting eat up, or they got to burn a timeout. You're keeping everything in front of you. The goal here is make sure they have to kick a long field goal, right? They're going no huddle again. And you'll see this is the play right here. And, of course, the TV thought it was dramatic to keep it on the kickers so we don't get them get to actually see them setting up on the field. I always appreciate that. You know, this is what we want to see here. Let's mm-hmm. add a little drama to it. So this is the play that everybody went crazy over. They're like, why in the world has Joe Barry got these guys playing so far off? Notice this guy isn't far off, right? Look at the space. Look at the space. Look at the space. Here is your far off, right? Why is that? You got a spy right here, okay? Man coverage here. This is what people were saying. We're playing prevent defense. You are an absolute moron if you think this is prevent defense. Now, the question is, and what I asked yesterday and why I highlighted uh, Matt LaFleur's presser was he said that we've got to get that fixed. The call Joe Barry made was, was man coverage, and there's not a man coverage where you play 10 yards off of the receiver. It doesn't exist, Okay. There's a prevent man where you might play a little soft and you got three deep behind you. This was not the call. So, again, they hitch up, get, what, nine yards, eight yards, and get out of bounds to stop the clock. Now, what did Joe Barry say? Here we go. Yeah. And then he's up possibly, obviously. Here we go. I want to say shout out to Jason Wilde for asking this question. Listen how he tees it up. He doesn't try to be disrespectful. Simply, he wants an explanation because Matt LaFleur kind of didn't want to throw Barry under the bus, didn't want to throw his players under the bus. One of them is you're not a throw-your-guys-under-the-bus guy, so I get that. I just want to understand, on the third play of the go-ahead field goal drive, you know, Matt's talking about how we can't play that far off. So is that call, or is that a young player not going where he's supposed to be? Yeah, you know, I mean, it was – First of all, it was an eight-yard gain. <laughs> you know, a mountain of a But um, ultimately, that situation, and I love, you know, I try to um, 
be as forthright with you guys all the time. In two-minute drills, as we've talked about together in here, there, there's different types of two-minute drills. Um, and there's very rarely in a two-minute is it truly no huddle running clock. Um, everyone always thinks the two-minute drill is, is hectic and crazy and on the ball going fast. There's periods of two minutes that are. Now, that specific play was a running clock. Um, and from a mindset standpoint, you know, they, they needed a field goal. So you do have to be a little bit more aggressive with your calls in those situations compared to when a team needs a touchdown to beat you. Again, along those lines. What does he mean by aggressive call? Cover one man. From a defense perspective and a running clock, the hardest position to get the call is the corner that's on the furthest side of the field. It's easy if you're playing corner on our sideline. We can yell at him. We can signal. The hardest player to get the call in a running clock two-minute is the corner on the far side of the field. CD did not get the call. Mm -hmm. So from a mindset standpoint, he's like, hey, I'm going to play off. I'm going to play safe. You know, I'm going to keep everything in front of me. And he gave up a, you know, an eight-yard out route. But um, so, again, I think those are, those are things that, you know, we practice two-minute every single week. Um, but that was, that's something that I have to help him from an educational standpoint, um, from a stressing standpoint, Hey, in a running clock, two minute, if you're that guy on the far side of the field, you got to see the signal. It has to get communicated across the board to him. Um, now I think he actually did probably the smartest thing where he didn't have the call. He's like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to play off. I'm going to keep everything in front of me. If I give up a seven or eight yard, you know, outcut. In two minutes, it's not the end of the world. But um, those are all things, you know, we work back. I think that's, you know, in the in the education and the growth of a young guy, you know, I, I think that's something that he learned from. I thought that that's was my coordinator, man. That's my coordinator. <laughs> I want everybody to say, I want Carly bring this to my attention. She's like, hey, did you hear his press? Carly, you still on here? Yes, I am. I want to hear what you think. And, and honest opinion, his explanation I think people don't like him personally because he's a nice guy. He's an honest, nice guy, and he's not an a-hole like some defensive coordinators, and they look at him as he's soft, he's weak, he's not gritty enough, all those things. But did his explanation make sense to you and based off of the stuff we've talked about the last day and a half, two days? Yeah, it really did. It, it made 100% sense to me. And I was – I think that when you have a coach or, you know, a coordinator that is – a like a teacher in addition to just doing their job, it maybe takes longer to get to a point where you would, you know, consider them excellent or they're like, I just, I see why the players like him so much and why they play for him. And I believe that they want to do well because he is really good at, at instructing this stuff and teaching it. And I think he's good at teaching it to the guys, but I also think maybe he's more patient with them than maybe some other people would be. And I'm, I'm glad he doesn't throw his players under the bus and, and roast them on national TV. Like, right. I think it's, I think he did a great job answering that. And also there, there's one thing I do want to say about this though, which I think is kind of, and this would have been him throwing it under the bus, but I don't understand how Corey Valentine, an NFL player can go into a play, not knowing the call and can just be okay with that. Like, I feel like he could have been running up being like, wait, what was it? Or, you know, or 
Mm-hmm. I guess you don't want to, sh- you know, you don't want to show that you've missed it or that you don't understand. But how many things this season have come down to, especially the issues on defense, we've seen it. Guys like talking right up until the snap, trying to figure out what's going on. It's all down to a break in communication. So I feel like that is the one thing and, and maybe he will learn from it. But the one thing you absolutely have to take responsibility for is what is my role in this? What is the play call and not assume? Yeah, I think the clock is what took that out. Yeah, and you, you said Valentine. You meant you meant Valentine. We knew what you meant. I, there's going to be somebody go. Hey, what Valentine? It was Valentine. Carrington Valentine. Correct. I have a question. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, I, I have a question related. So Dre's got the green dot. Mm-hmm. Dre is ten feet away. Yeah. From, Why not say? Why not him? make sure? Is, right? is there not a, a relay system here? Can, yeah. can our can our Mike make sure he's, you know, relaying out there? To, you know, Keyshawn into Valentine, like, hey, are we all on the same page? Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, does that come into play too? Because clearly, what this was, it was, you know, the communication didn't get all the way to the far side of the field. Right. I mean, think yeah. of how this call comes in. It's coming from upstairs, you know, yeah. upstairs in the booth, down to the field, across to across the field. We had ten guys who had the call. the The eleventh guy didn't get the call. Right. Well, how I, I do think we, how do we correct that? I think it's a fair critique. To say, hey Dre, you 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 could shout that over, call it out, whatever it is, monkey, monkey, monkey. If that's yep. the code for man, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, whatever. The only thing I was the only thing I was seeing was there was maybe ten seconds. You know that entire time we were looking at the the kicker dude. You know, ch- checking out the stands like that. They have ten seconds of that's like a getting point. a call. You know, get, getting that in their ear, and then also he's also telling the line where to go. He's also telling you know the the two to his left and right. So, um, I, and right. what was weird is the Giants kept the clock rolling on that. They did have two timeouts. They kind of wanted to keep that, you know, it, yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. If they burn a timeout there, that mistake doesn't happen. Right. Exactly. That could be why they could be, could have seen we maybe we had communication issues. Right. And they're saying, and hey, was, keep this keep this personnel out there and let's keep the clock running and maybe they'll make a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. And now yeah. we've learned from it. Now we've now we've been through that situation. We we've run into that that exact scenario. So now we know moving forward. Youngest I think team Barry's right though. In Valentine's defense, when all else failed, he did the right thing, and he yeah. didn't like press up on the line and get beat over the top for fifty yards. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, the, the some fans would suggest, well, he should have got up here and played aggressive, bumped in there. Oh, it would have been much worse if he did that. Right. Yeah. And speaking of much worse, you're about to see it right on cue, Tim. Great segue. Nickel two four <laughs> five. 58 sugar, cover one man, linebacker, spy. Okay, so what you're going to have is your 58 sugar. We know what that means, right? That's Isaiah McDuffie is faking a blitz. He's mugging the A-gap here. He's actually going to be the spy too, so it it serves two different purposes. It makes the center have to account for McDuffie in a possible blitz, right? So you're kind of putting an extra thought in his head, and you're going to play spy. How many times have we hear people say, they should have spied him? Why didn't they spy him? They spot him all day long once he scrambled after the first quarter. Right. They learned their lesson. Okay. This guy probably can't beat us with his arm. Let's put a spy on him, make sure he doesn't beat us with his running ability now. So, right here, aggressive play call. You heard Barry. 49 seconds left. They only need a field goal. You're not worried. You know, you're not as worried about having to give up a touchdown. You got to keep them away from field goal range. Right. So, the call is again nickel 245, 58 sugar, cover one man, linebacker, spy. So, what you've got is man coverage. Okay. Man coverage, man coverage up here. Remember everybody saying prevent, Carly? Does this look like prevent? <laughs> Not a nope. number one man. Now look at Keyshawn right here. Look up top, keying on Keyshawn. This is what Matt LaFleur, I'm pretty sure this is the play Matt LaFleur was talking about where he said you can't get caught peeking. you got to keep your eyes on your work. This is man coverage. Man coverage, 
man coverage. you got to keep your eyes on your work. What you'll see is he gets caught peeking back here. He's going to bite underneath, right? Let me go back. We've got it at full speed. I really want to slow this down. When you're in cover one man, you've got help over the center. He's off screen, but you've got a safety that's helping down the center, which means you need to funnel everything to the middle of the field. Also, this clock right here. You want to get that clock running. You don't want to let them get out of bounds. If anything, you play outside in. You funnel everything towards the safety on both sides. Notice the field. Look look at this guy's foot right here on the outside, Ballantyne. He's playing outside in. He wants to funnel everything inside. Plus, you've got a spy here that who knows, if he doesn't feel, uh, if he doesn't feel that there's a threat from the quarterback to run, he can play a little drop in the middle, right? So, again, watch our boy Keyshawn Nixon here. He's going to get caught peeking. We're going to do super slow motion. Watch him right here. Jab in there. He's beat. Right there, he's beat. Flat-footed up the sideline. Mm. This is the problem with cover one-man coverage. It is very, very vulnerable to explosive plays. This is the play everybody should be pissed off at. But they can't be because for the last several years, they've continuously screamed, we need to be playing man coverage. So instead, they pick. I love how Barry said it was an eight-yard game. <laughs> like this is this is the mindset we're talking about. He played man coverage six out of the last seven plays, extremely aggressive man coverage, and played country quarters one time. The country quarters play, by the way, that everybody hates, only gave up six yards. So that's the play that cost you the game right there. I hate to pick on him. I'm not that podcaster that wants to throw the game on one person and one person only. The game got lost by Jordan Love. The game got lost by Joe Barry. The game got lost by Kingsley and Ibarre not playing contain. The game got lost by Isaiah McDuffie being too aggressive and not knowing his his gap his his gap integrity where his gap assignment should be when LVM was the one standing up covering the read option. There's a thousand different things we could we could pick. Even though Anders Carlson had to kick a long field goal, which by the way that was Jordan Love's fault. Oh yeah, Jordan Love turned the ball over twice. This is not me saying Keyshawn Nixon lost the game on his own, but that muff punt lost you the middle eight and the turnover differential. And then at the end of the day, you should have played outside and he gets caught peeking right there. Mm. Just a tough look. That's why Keyshawn Nixon, once again, PFF confirms what you see on tape. Keyshawn Nixon was the lowest graded player on the defensive roster. So that's what I got, guys. Went a little long. I apologize. Hopefully that makes sense. I need to know, do you guys see anything any different? Any uh, parting thoughts, comments, anything like that as we get ready to wrap this big bear up? Uh, Tim, we'll start with you, big dog. Um, I just wonder, is it uh, is it time to explore something else in the slot? Um, you know, I, I we have a lot of corners on this team, a lot of uh, boundary corners. Yeah. I don't know, like, who does your gut tell you if we have to make a move in the slot? Who do, who do we go to? Because if it's not Keyshawn, who is it? Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's Savage. Oh. Savage played better in the slot than he did safety. Is that what you were going to say, Emilio? I said Stokes, just because he said he want, he'll play anywhere. You know? Well, that's a good point. Uh, we've never seen Stokes in a slot. He is, by definition, a uh, a boundary corner, right? Look at Cheesehead right. Murph said, why don't all y'all shut up? It's right. David Long, baby, by the way. <laughs> Murph's the man. Seriously, David Long has the highest PFF grade among all of our corners this season. True story. So, yep. so you, yeah. what, what, who would you pick? That's a great question, Tim. Who would you pick to cover the slot? Who would you want to play slot, Tim? 
uh, my well, me, I'm thinking if we were going to give it to a corner, if I, I'd like to put my boy Ja Money there if he comes back. If we get yeah. him back, I, I think he's capable of going squad. there. And then you have you got kind of him and Val and Bal still on the field with <laughs> Eric Stokes peppered in. Um, that would be a thought, but yeah, you know, Murph's got a good point, David Long. You know, at, yeah, I didn't even think about it either. That might be the Savage is another great suggestion, but I feel yeah. like. I don't know if we, it's kind of like a lateral move. I don't know if we improve uh, in the slot. We'd probably get more of the same with Savage. If we want a guy to take bad angles and get caught biting inside, well, we can we can have Savage. But I don't know. I'd like to see Jair try the slot, I guess. But I'd like to see him in pads and a helmet too. So if if we ha- if it has to be a corner, I would say, I would honestly be all right with Stokes going in there, just because mm-hmm. I th- I feel like he's going to have that kind of dog mentality like dude i haven't played ball in a year i just want to go out and do whatever that's um, a good point what, if, what would it hurt but i think honestly that we need a thumper in the slot i think we need somebody that's going to lay the lumber they're in the he was we basically have nine guys in the box right there on that last play so if if even if it you know even if it wasn't you know end of the game or whatever we need somebody that can tackle inside and we need somebody that is physical at the point of attack inside um because they have to come downhill way too often in that slot Definitely. Uh, Cheesehead Murph said David Long, like we said, Paul Robertson said, get that man a David Long jersey. And then he came back and said, you could probably take an old Ryan Longwell jersey and scratch off the well. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Let's see here. Quick super chat, and I want to get your take, Carly. Uh, Mike Hebring says, uh, thank you for the super chat, buddy. He said, anyone but 25, dot, dot, dot. I have to agree. Hey, you guys know I was excited about this experiment going into the year. I soured on it pretty quick. Made it couple games, made a couple plays, and it's like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. But, man, that was just tough to watch. And, and like someone else said up here, uh, right here, Donald in the chat said, between that play and the muff punt, I'm sick for Keyshawn Nixon. I completely agree, dude. It's not to pile on. If you see it, you got to say it. That's how the game unfolded. But, yeah, I'm with you. What were you laughing about, Emilio? Go ahead. Mike Hebring. I would take Tim over 25 in the slot. Tim, what are you doing this Sunday, Tim? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me stretch. Let me, yeah, let me stretch, uh, stretch the hammies. Carly, what would be your pick for the uh, uh, slot corner? Would you stay with Keyshawn? You got anybody in mind? Is there any experiment you'd like to see? I honestly like what both Tim and Emilio said for different reasons. I think um, as far as Stokes goes, I don't think that he was the greatest boundary corner. I think I seem to recall him not being super great as far as like getting his head around to find the ball and getting his hands up. Um, but that was a long time ago when I definitely was not analyzing the film as much as I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would, I'd like to see Savage there because I think he played pretty decently there and he's been out. So he's not been impressing really as a true corner. And so I would, I honestly, I'd be happy with either of those. I want to put people in spots where they're going to thrive. And part of me wonders if one of the issues with this defense with the bend and don't break is that guys don't feel like they get the opportunities to be like ballers enough on it. Like these really highly, yeah, these highly competitive guys, they want to be out there. They want to be making the plays. They want to be like really, you know, just a fingernail difference between the guy right beside them and going up and getting that, getting that play. And when they're, when they can't see that happening, I feel like it could be discouraging. And so I want guys to be wherever they feel like they can, they can play and, and be excellent at it. Yeah. I think that's a very real thing. What you're saying is like, they feel like they're handcuffed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me being a boring person that I am, I love Ben, but don't break. Hey, Amen. Make them use every inch of the field, make them make the mistake and let's hold them to field goals and win the ball game. 
But I guarantee you, as a de- defensive player, they want to be up in that grill. That receiver makes a catch, and they're talking crap, and then they're being told, hey, you got to stay seven yards off the ball here. You can't get up. You know they want to get up there and jam them and smack them right in the mouth mm-hmm. as soon as the ball snaps. That's why we had Jair freestyling uh, in Joe Barry's first year, right? Yep, right. He, right. he admitted that that he wanted to go up and make plays, and he was being asked to cover a quarter. And he just yeah. – She's dead worth says, uh, always said when we had Sewell, Jai, and Stokes put Stokes in the slot, but they went with Sewell. Um, yeah, <laughs> listen, like, like Emilio said, man, he's going to be hungry. My pick would be if it's if with the contingency, okay, if I have to play Savage, I need to put the emphasis there. If you're making me put Savage on the field as a starter, I would rather him be the slot than the safety. That's just me personally. Is that Go because ahead. then your boy Rudy Ford goes to safety? Tim, what are you trying to suggest? You kidding no, me? Because I mean, no that would be the logical move, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him out there. I do, man. I, I don't understand it. I mean, and he's not playing good on special teams now. I guarantee his heart's not in it. He's like, what the heck, dude? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. But it, I feel like Eric Stokes inside, like, you know how we say he's an outside corner and all that. I feel like it's, you know, we got to tackle with short arms kind of thing. Like, dude, just, you know, let him ball out. It, you know, he, he's still playing right. football. If he wants to play, if he wants to tackle, let's do it, you know? Can't be much worse. Right. What do you got to lose? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get to see him this week, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, Paul Robertson in the chat says, Rudy Ford already plays like he doesn't have a seatbelt on. I love um, it. Yeah. I like it too, man. Jennifer Wright says, need Ford. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. You guys are preaching to the choir. You know you know how I feel about that. All right. We're going to get out of here. We're at the yeah, hour 17. Real quick. Scroll back up. We had a new member, Nick. Yeah, right. new member. Don't miss the new member. Yeah. Here. Oh, man. man. He had one question here down at the bottom, too. Did he really? Where's it at, man? Uh, right below Mike's uh, super. Said, would you guys uh, keep Nixon in the slot on rundowns? And my thing is, is do you have your rundown done yet? Um, mm. What is a rundown? And no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, honestly, rundown, we, we need a thumper on, on rundowns for sure. Uh, even if we have eight in the box, we need someone that wants to tackle. But let's let's hear what I you think Sean is aggressive enough to be a tackler. It's just he's just hasn't had the experience and he's not proven to be a tackler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. That's kind of how I see that. But, Nick, man, congratulations. Welcome to the PTA Posse, buddy. We'll make sure that we get you in the next drawing. I haven't decided which jersey to do yet. I should announce it here soon. This week's going to be hectic. i got to say this before we wrap up, okay? I'm flying out on um, Sunday night, so I'm going to be able to do the post-game show Sunday. i got to beeline to the airport, fly to Florida. The plan is to still do at least a daily show while I'm in Florida, okay? So hopefully I can do a morning and an evening show pretty consistent. Saturday, which is tomorrow, right? No, day after tomorrow, I think. I don't know yeah. what day it is. Anyway, Saturday night probably won't be a show because we got to get ready to leave. Okay. So uh, and they got a manger scene down the street, man. He wants to go see. They got a live nativity, all that stuff. So we go down right. and take hot chocolate and hang out with people that are way better people than us. Just saying. <laughs> so need to get around those people. Um, yeah, but with that being said, I'm gonna do everything I can to keep up. I promise you guys, um, we got made an expensive purchase to get a tablet to make sure that we could broadcast while we're down there. So I'll keep you guys posted on when the shows will be. You'll see them get scheduled too. The best thing is just check every now and again, look on YouTube. You'll see when I schedule them, I'll try to get them up as much as I can, as quick as I can. So with that being said, Clayton, you got to The last thing you got to end on some Joe Barry love and see Nick Rents's comment from 804 PM. Uh Oh, let's see. Got to put that up there. Fit right in. ain't he? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. 904, 904, 904, 904, 904. Oh, yeah, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 904, 
Come on, we're almost there. This is good radio. All right. Nick says, uh, Joe Barry may be smarter. What is going on here? <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, Nick, buddy, don't listen. I'm glad you feel that way, but please don't share that information on Twitter. <laughs> you will get raked over the coals. I'm just telling you right now, man. It's trust me. I started to post that picture. You guys seen that meme that everybody does from Passion of the Christ where it's it's Mel Gibson talking to the guy who played Jesus in the movie, right? And he's all bloodied and it's and there and you know, Mel is like completely clean, his legs are crossed, and there's talking in between cuts, and the Jesus character sitting there and he's covered in blood. I come out here and meme in that and say saying something along the lines of uh, you know, whatever. Joe <laughs> Packer fans trying to convince me Joe Barry is a bad defensive coordinator or something like that. And me sitting there all bloody. <laughs> like, so it is rough out there, man. I'm telling you. They uh, And all I'm doing is simply I shared what Barry said earlier. When we went live, I had like 40 notifications. I was like, oh, God, here we go again. But I'm not going to stop sharing what I feel like is the truth. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So Tim will be here to pick me up and, and help bandage the, the bloody nose and all that stuff that I take on Twitter. So. All right, guys, we're out of here. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us again. Want to give a special thanks to Mike Hebring. Thank you for the super chat, buddy. Nick, thanks for becoming a member. We'll get you entered into that contest, like we said. I'll try to get the uh, try to make a decision on which jersey we're going to give away next for sure. So, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll be back in the morning for Good Morning Lambo tomorrow night. We'll have Paul Brittle on. We already confirmed with him, so kind of got the schedule thrown off a little bit. He'll join us for the first twenty minutes, and we'll have the guys and gals jump on and uh, finish the show out. So thank you for, for hanging out. This was fun. It's, it's so much more enjoyable when I've got people on here to talk to, because I'm telling you, I get halfway through and I'm like, man, I am tired of talking to myself. <laughs> I really appreciate y'all hanging out with us. One more time before we go, though, we got to play. John Deere Green On a hot summer night He rode Billy Bob loves Charlene you got I hope AJ didn't break his thumb playing farming simulator. Oh no. Damn. <laughs> key the, now we got to key the conspiracy music here. Why do you got to do this to letters? got to hit it. Don't forget, real quick before we get out of here, um, what about the uh, Jersey giveaway? Have we heard anything from our winners? Still, still haven't heard from all three. I'm glad you mentioned it again. Okay. Stinson still hasn't emailed me. No Limit underscore Coop still hasn't emailed me. And Will hasn't emailed me. Okay, so if you're one of those three people and you go, what, what were you saying my name? You're not in trouble, okay? You possibly want a jersey. So email me, all right? PackersTotalAccess at gmail.com. And uh, the first, you know, in order, obviously, we got to set a deadline. We may be giving that, that same jersey away again. I hate doing that, but. Um, I just don't want it to sit there forever either. So thank you for mentioning that, Tim. If you're one of those three people, Stinson or No Limit underscore Coop or Will, hit me up as soon as possible through email, all right, so we can get you your jersey. But with that being said, we're out of here. I ain't looking at the chat because we'll stay on here all night. (laughs) You guys and gals are awesome. We'll be back in the morning for Good Morning Lambo. We'll get you caught up on all the news. I'm glad we got Chalk Talk in. That was the goal. So um, as always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. Go back. Power sweep. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Mm-hmm. Tackle, the defensive end, if he's over, if he's not, he drives down the first man who's inside. Pull back and get him. Take the first man outside, young man. No one shows. Go right by him and field inside. If he 
YN has the linebacker taken out, cuts inside. The YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. So look at this play, we'll be trying to get a seal here, and a seal here, and try to run this play in the alley.